Elevate is the podcast brought to you by the Peer Ministers from the Office of Campus Ministry at St. Anselm College. The mission of Elevate is simple, to empower our listeners in their spiritual journeys and to plant seeds of faith. Have a topic we can discuss or a question we can answer? Reach out to us at campusministry at anselm.edu. and welcome to episode four of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by the San Anselm College Office of Campus Ministry. I'm Conchetta. Ho, 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 and I'm Tom. And Merry Christmas to all and to all a great episode of Elevate. Oh, man, Tom. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys, um, for another episode <laughs> of Elevate. I can't believe it's already our last episode before I break. Know, and I honestly insane. just can't believe that it's already the end of the first semester. It's Literally. crazy. Time's flown by so fast this crazy, semester. Yeah, it's crazy. insane. I know. Glory to God, honestly. It's been such a blessing to be with y'all throughout this first semester of Elevate. Um, and just know that we're going to be praying for all the listeners, all of you guys throughout break, especially those who aren't necessarily looking forward to break. Our hearts are with you and our prayers are with you. Um, but before we leave, who's excited for one more episode of Elevate? Because I know, I know I am. Oh, yeah. Um, today we'll be talking about the season of Advent. What is Advent? What does it mean to welcome Christ into our hearts? And how can we prepare our hearts and minds for Christmas? Yes, and of course, we welcome our much-anticipated third guest on Elevate, guys. He's a monk. He's a big fan of an Italian-style <laughs> Christmas. And he's one of our good friends in Camp Man. Please help me welcome Faber Basil to the oh, show. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Tom, that sounded very official. <laughs> I know. A little too official for Elevate. Oh, my goodness. Um, Father Basil, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Sure. So for those who don't know me, um, my name is Father Basil. Um, I'm a monk in the monastery. I am a deacon. I just professed my solemn vows this past July uh, due to cool. be ordained a priest this coming June. Thank you. Uh, I am in my last year of studies at uh, St. John's Seminary in Boston. We'll finish up that this year, and then I'll be here on campus working at the college uh, in the coming fall, which will be exciting. I'm a graduate of the college, class of 2017. I was a theology major with a philosophy minor, and uh, hail from the great state of Utah. Here we go, Utah. Utah, we <laughs> love it. Big football fan too, right? That's right, that's right. Oh, Big fan of University of Utah football, as, as most know. Yeah, don't get him started, he'll talk. You're, you're I know, off. literally. <laughs> uh, no, but before we uh, logged on today, Basil and I were talking a little bit about a feast like that he does every Christmas Eve. Um, I was curious if you wanted to tell us a little bit about that. Sure, yeah, so it's, it's, it's Italian tradition. Some Italian families do it, some don't. Uh, but it's called the Feast of the Seven Fishes. I can't necessarily explain its full origin, but I know it goes back to Southern Italian uh, Christmas Eve feasts where they have some semblance of seven fish uh, that are eat or consumed the night before uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve. And so growing up, we would do that at my, at my house. So it was uh, on my dad's side that this tradition mm-hmm. came down to us. Um, and the main course was always lobster, which is odd when you live in a landlocked state. <laughs> um, so I grew up with that as a, as a, as a custom, and that yeah. was just ordinary for me. The idea of having ham or turkey 
for Christmas Eve was very foreign to me. I just assumed that everyone would Eat get seven fish, like seven types of fish. Anyways, uh, so he did that growing up, and uh, so there are plenty, plenty of memories of being chased around the house by my sister with a live lobster, um, <laughs> and, and and whatnot. So, so thankfully, that's uh, that's continued on to some degree. Um, you know, the date so much isn't isn't now so much Christmas Eve just because of my not being there. Mm-hmm. So we, we move it now sometimes to Epiphany, yep. January 6th, uh, or something, you know, around that around that time. Um, so at the very, very least, it was something obviously food-oriented, but it definitely was revolved around family. Uh, and so even though I wasn't raised in the most, you know, overtly religious home, mm-hmm. there was this deep, serious tradi- family tradition that came yeah. with Christmas. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a nice thing to to remember um mm-hmm. through my dad and my grand my grandfather and and anyone else on that side of the family yeah. but then also hopefully with my my siblings and, and their mm-hmm. kids uh, hopefully they continue it on as well so yeah. it's a nice nice thing yeah awesome going off of um family traditions i loved your example of the seven fishes i would i would love to share my favorite yeah christmas right tradition Please if you guys do. don't mind um as some of you may know, I come from a pretty big family. There's 10 of us. Um, and my favorite tradition comes the day after Christmas. Um, we have a day called Pajama Day. Uh, pajama Day is when we're all like obligated to lock our phones away, um, stay in our pajamas all day. Uh, we don't make our beds. And uh, we, we build Legos, play with puzzles, eat cookies, uh, drink hot chocolate galore. And we just have a really nice day to reflect on what Christmas is truly about, and that's to spend quality time as a family and to spread the Christmas, um, this Christmas joy that is in the season of Christmas that is in Christ, you know? That's so that's awesome. definitely my favorite. That's good. Do you like a movie you guys typically watch as a family on that day? No, we, um, we usually watch home videos. So like oh, videos that's, wow, that's of us when we're all younger. Yeah, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely insane. We were all so cute, such menaces, and it's such a such a fun time <laughs> oh my goodness that's awesome it's pretty cool tom do you have a favorite um christmas tradition um you know as a matter of fact i do every year uh we always get together at my grandmother's house mm-hmm. it's an awesome time we have this big party and uh everyone brings like different italian dishes down it's not mm-hmm. fish um <laughs> probably tastes better uh, <laughs> i know i'm not a big fish really yeah, oh no i love fish really oh my no, love fish you douse it in butter anything tastes good i guess you know. i guess that's true um but we'll do like there's a restaurant called ricardi's in the area um and we'll get like pizza and caesar salad and a massive lasagna that's like way too big for any of us <laughs> to eat um and you know just it'll be like time spent with my aunts and uncles and my grandmother and uh, my own family, so it's it's Sweet. just a really beautiful tradition every yeah. year. Awesome, I love that. So we're all Italian, huh? Yeah, we all have some Italian component. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. We're like the trifecta over here. Look at that. That's <laughs> funny. Um, but no, I can. I'm so excited, and I can tell you guys are excited too. Um, Absolutely. Let's get into this episode though. Um, last episode we started with a brief prayer, so let's do the same thing right now. Yeah. Um, I can lead us. Father God, thank you for bringing us together today. Um, we, ri- we lift your name right now, Jesus. We invite you into this room. We invite you into our hearts. Speak through us and let the listeners just know that they are so loved. Uh, they are so precious and they are all your children. Uh, we pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Awesome, guys. Well, guess what time it is? It is now the time to elevate our oh, conversation. Man. Oh, goodness. Tom, all I want for Christmas is this to joke put to this be... under the Christmas tree. I know. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about Christmas and the reason for the season, Jesus. Um, we wanted to talk about preparing for Christmas in this episode for two reasons. First, we love Christmas. Um, in, in my opinion, it's the favorite best time of the year. And second, we wanted to connect our celebration of the Advent season to the birth of Christ. Absolutely. And Advent's such like a great time of year. I love it. Um, it's the only time of year you get to uh, light an Advent wreath in church or at your home or um, just preparing for the Christmas season. Yeah, I mean, so obviously Advent uh, is a season of preparation for Christmas, much like Lent is a season of preparation for Easter. And so although it's, it's shorter, um, and then you've got a couple with all the other things that go on in the world that make it seem even more short with final exams and whatnot, but it's a time to prepare our hearts and our minds and ourselves, yes, for the liturgical first coming of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, born into the world, the Word made flesh, but also it's, it's a time to prepare ourselves within that context of Christ's second coming. You know, so he's come once and he will come again mm-hmm. uh, at the end of end of days. And so it's a reminder of that. Yeah. You know, one of the phrases that's uh, often used or associated with the season of Advent is uh, it's in Scripture, Maranatha, which means come Lord Jesus. And sort mm-hmm. of a refrain that people will sometimes often say throughout the season as a reminder to themselves uh, that that's the reason for the season right. of Advent, you know, preparing our minds and our hearts uh, yes, for his coming first and remembering his first coming, but also, you know, his second coming, that he will come again. And yeah. so... Uh, Anticipating that. And yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Super, such a good point to um, remember during this season. Yeah, and one of my favorite phrases uh, around this time of year has always been the, literally the name of this episode, Prepare Him Room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of, the idea of it at least comes from uh, the Gospel of Luke, um, so like, you know, if you're picturing the scene, right, Mary and Joseph are in Bethlehem, Mary's about ready to give birth, they're a little frantic trying to find a place mm-hmm. that she can give birth in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what Luke writes, while they were there, the time came for her to have her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And you know, this passage captures my attention for a lot of reasons, but um, the fact of the matter is that all of us are an innkeeper. Mm. Uh, we're all the innkeeper of our hearts. Yeah, that's good. Um, within our hearts, we give rooms out to a lot of awesome things, family, friends, mm-hmm. um, academics, hobbies like music for right. Conchetta and I, <laughs> um, different things like that. But we also give room for bad things, whether that's pride or maybe using social media a little too much mm-hmm. or being lazy, um, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, anything that can really bring us to sin. Um, and I guess an important question for us to reflect on with that is how, are, how am I using this Advent to prepare room for Jesus in the end of my heart? Mm-hmm. And what are the ways that I can do that? Yeah, uh, that's a great point. Um... A word that always comes to my mind for preparing myself for this Christmas season is intentionality. Um, Intentionality has been the word that's been on my heart, not only um, 
this Christmas season, but this whole year, really. Um, it's so important to take a step back and see what's filling up our days, what's filling up our thoughts, what's filling up our words. You know, asking yourself, am I thinking about how Jesus came to the earth to save us? Or am I thinking about what I'm going to do during break? Or what I'm, what I'm going to do today? Or who am I going to hang out with today, right? Um, you know, being intentional that we're putting um, our, our Lord, our Savior Jesus, um, on a pedestal, m- more so ever it, during this season, is going to bring him the most glory and fill our Christmas season uh, with his beautiful spirit, which is a win-win situation right there. That is. No, yeah. that's, that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot we can take away for, from like the Advent season and that kind of thing. Um, I guess the, the question even coming into this is, what are some practical ways that we can um, bring Christ into the center of our Advent season mm. and into Christmas? I mean, there's <clears throat> obviously I think it's, it's always, you know, in the context of the time of the year that we find ourselves in, which is always very busy, uh, be it Advent and or, and or Christmas, just mm-hmm. especially with the students, you know, whether you're listening to this after you're done with the finals or whenever it drops, but it just seems like Advent is such a busy time mm-hmm. uh, because you blink and you're in finals and you blink right. and you're done with the finals and Advent's done and, you know, right. there you are. Um, and so I always think <clears throat> the biggest word that comes to my mind when I can think of the season of Advent mm-hmm. and, you know, Christmas as well is just, you know, sort of slow down, mm-hmm. which is, of course, always mm-hmm. easier said than done. Right. I mean, even in the Gospels, they're not they're not really that slow. They're moving <laughs> at a quick pace to find the room in the end. Um, but, you know, you know, how do you live that out? I think <clears throat> there's a sense of not, not chewing off more than you can swallow, so to speak. So, you know, finding yourselves, you know, five or ten minutes with some scripture passage right. that lends itself to the season. Um, I've found there's been some great and helpful books that aren't that big but are very very yeah. good so like there's pope uh benedict XVI, emeritus uh, has a three volume series on uh the life of jesus mm-hmm. his smallest one ironically is <clears throat> the one on the infancy narrative so jesus yeah. in the gospel of matthew and the gospel of luke mm-hmm. um obviously you can't have everyone go out and buying it but mm-hmm. it is if you're looking for a book for the season you know, sort of an ad- uh, <clears throat> an additive to scripture. Uh, it's a very helpful uh, a text that gives a lot, you know, good theological light and and just sort of maybe some substantive things to think about um, yeah. when you're reading. You know, the the infancy narrative is something you've read before and are familiar with, particularly when it's things like in Luke, although it's a smaller um, genealogy than in Matthew. But you're mm-hmm. reading these genealogies and you're like, well, what is I mean, okay, who's the daughter of who's the son of who? The son, you know, kind of right, like right. you can be lulled into right. seeing is not very important. And there's some good stuff in there about, you know, uh, what you can what you can get out of that. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Matthew's gospel, Matt, the genealogy of Matthew will be read hopefully most places on Christmas Eve for the gospel. Right. And so, you know, unless it's unless it's the children's mass, and so you don't want to be kind of you know, oh, this is kind of. Not that exciting, because um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it is a very exciting time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's one thought. But just at, at the very base level, you know, reading those the beginning chapters of, of Luke and Matthew yeah. to really, um, you know, 
prepare yourself for uh, the coming feast because I mean you do it for your schoolwork right I mean nobody nobody ought to at least you know mm-hmm. go into a final exam like yeah no I haven't studied we're just gonna we're just gonna see how this goes just gonna and wing it <laughs> probably not gonna go that well right and so you know the same thing goes for the spiritual life particularly right. in, in liturgical seasons you want to do the best you can within reason to prepare yourself daily for what's coming what's coming down the pike and so with Lent as to Easter, as, you know, Advent to um, Christmas, mm-hmm. yeah, taking that time to daily prepare for yeah. for uh, for Jesus' coming is going to probably bear a lot of more fruit yeah. than uh, if you do something daily, you know, uh, reading those those in, in initial uh, chapters of, of Matthew and, and yeah, Luke. That's yeah, that's good. And I, I completely agree. And even here as well at St. A's, we have uh, the Campman website has a little web page that's just filled with reflections for every single day of Advent written by students and faculty, all of that. It is awesome. So um, I highly encourage you guys to head there too. And um, the Bible is an awesome way to to grow in terms of our faith and that kind of thing. I've been... Mm -hmm doing a lot of reflection lately on the book of Proverbs yeah. and Psalms. Um, Some good stuff in there. There's, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, so, like, you know, e- even if you don't think a book can directly connect to your Advent experience, you'd be surprised. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I've been really loving Proverbs, too, like you said earlier. Um, but for anyone listening who's not a reader and just doesn't really see themselves reading, I it wouldn't be an elevate episode if I didn't talk about music and you know, oh, listening yeah. listening is a great way to um, make practical and intentional steps to uh, furthering your relationship with Jesus this Christmas season and this Advent mm. season. Yeah, and there's some good artists out yeah. there too. You know, there's uh, Matt Mayer has some really good Advent stuff if you like a lot of contemporary music. Mm-hmm. Um, but even some of like the classic hymns like O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Yeah. Or, right, right. Oh Holy Night. Yeah. Um, there's one that always gets me in the mood. Once in Royal David's City. Oh, yes. That's it's, a good song. Uh, it's, just, it's just very, it's moving really, quite right. frankly. I mean, it's, but it's, it's very well done and it's, um, it is a traditional hymn, and it's done in a very traditional fashion, but it is, I think, a very moving way to get yourself, maybe, you know, emotionally into 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 Christmas at the apex of the end of Advent, the beginning of, yeah. of Christmas season. Um, you know, if you've, if, you've, if you've been kind of in the hustle and bustle of going from college to, to home and getting your last minute Christmas shopping done and you're like, oh, how am I going to get myself into the mood more or less? And like Conchetta said, music can do a lot, as we all know, from getting us excited to, to other emotions and right. very much a go-to song mm-hmm. uh, hymn is, uh, yeah, Once in Royal David City by King's College on, on the YouTube and it'll... Uh, yeah. Uh, at least for me, it gets me in the mood, so I imagine it would hopefully do the same for anyone else. So give it, a, give it a try. Yeah, going off of that, I don't think we realize how much music impacts our lives. Absolutely. The words we listen to in music impact the way that um, we feel, impact mm. the way that we think. And so, listening to music, like you said, that that rem- reminds us about the truth of Jesus and how many blessings that there are in Jesus and how good He is will literally bring us so many physical, mental, and spiritual blessings. That's true. I mean, think about it. People do all the time with sports and stuff. Like, right. 
people have like their their playlist to listen to before a game, and right. it's like, well, what? Yeah. The whole point of doing that is to get yourself in the right mindset, exactly. and so, right. Why not do that? Yeah. You know, for. It's a good point. The church. Really good point. Um, I want to make a quick little plug, too. There is a show called The Chosen, if you don't know about that. The Chosen is a free TV show that um, plays out the life of Jesus in such a beautiful, real, raw way. The Chosen is a free TV show, and it's... um, it's gone so many awards, guys. It's really good. Even if you it don't is. necessarily know much about Jesus, please check it out, thechosen.com. There's an app on your phone. It's free. It's amazing. And it's such a good way to um, prepare your heart and your mind for this season. It is. And, you know, this past Monday, they just released a season free episode one. So they're... Wait, they um, did? Yep. I didn't even know that. Okay. I'm so excited. Yep. So highly recommended. And... If you want to get into a little bit of a Christmassy move with The Chosen as well, they have, um, a, I think, one or two episodes about the Nativity as well, which is pretty nice. So cool. All that right. that show is doing wonders for the Lord. It is, absolutely. Well, with all that said, that sadly brings us to the end of our episode. Well, don't get started. <laughs> I know. Uh, this isn't an hour long, and this is an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> we could definitely talk here for oh, another yeah. hour or so. Um, but another huge shout out to you, Father Razzle. Thank you for joining us for our final episode of the semester. My pleasure. We're so happy that you're here. We love you so much. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all for joining us as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you liked this episode or any of our other episodes, seriously, hit the subscribe button. Uh, We'd love to have you keep joining us next semester and subscribing will help you to get notifications whenever a new episode of Elevate is uploaded. Yeah, we got a lot of new exciting stuff coming next semester. We do. Um, Also, if you have a prayer intention or an idea for a future episode or even just want to say hi, reach out to us at campusministry at anselm.edu. We'd love to hear from you, especially about any suggestions you may have to help us improve Elevate. All right, Tom, so can I send us off? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. I'm Tom. I'm Conchetta. And I'm Father Basil, and we will see you next time on (laughs) Elevate. Elevate is a podcast brought to you by the San Anselm College Office of Campus Ministry. The hosts for Elevate are Tom Canuel and Conchetta Archambeau. The guest for this episode was Father Basil. This episode was edited by Tom Canuel and produced by Father Francis McCarty. Music was composed and recorded by Conchetta Archambeau, Joe Barrett, and Olivia Barrett. The logo was created by Jocelyn Rayho. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. God bless you.